Hey, DJ Fluck here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug, and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. All right, welcome to another edition of 10 Minutes With. As you can see, Kate is not here today. She's got to uh, take care of some things, so I'm, I'm running solo again, so... With me today, uh, I want to introduce Anthony Dietrich and Kevin Costello of the Left Turns and Loud Noises podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Good yeah. to be here. Thank you for having and, both and, of us. Yes, yeah, awesome. Thanks for coming on. But as, as you can see in typical auto racing discussions, they're both recording from their cars. <laughs> <laughs> this has really become the recording life. studio. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, when you need a quiet place, the cars, you know, they're, they're insulated pretty well now. So it's, it's a great place to do it. Oh, yeah. So let's, Got the AC running the way I want. <laughs> <laughs> being in Florida, that's, that's a good thing. So yeah, uh, we'll kick it right off. How'd you guys meet and why'd you start a podcast? Well, uh, um, oh, Kevin, you want to go? <laughs> I was going to say you take the lead on this one, but it's, since I'm talking, I'll go. So this started <laughs> all back in, I want to say, January of 2019. So me and Anthony are both uh, somewhat fre- frequent visitors of the r slash NASCAR subreddit. And I see a, a post by Anthony saying, hey, anyone want to start a podcast? And the email he sent to, you know, if you wanted to submit an application or anything was a Florida State University email. And I'm a Florida State student. So I was like, oh, cool. Someone else who knows FSU who likes to talk about motorsports and whatnot. So I emailed him, found out he had already graduated, but I, I still stuck with it. And honestly, ever since then, pretty much every week, we've been recording an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about the gist of it. I, um, I held a couple of interviews and, uh, most of them were just kind of like former NASCAR YouTubers trying to get on to a different platform. Um, we had me and Kevin do about, like I said, let's do a 15 minute session, just see how we mesh together. We ended up running and talking for an hour. So okay. immediately I said, this is my co-host and we got one more person on with us at the time, Nolan, um, who was also someone from the subreddit 
Uh, I think that like, like I said, four or five people came through and I did a bunch of interviews and these were the three that worked the best. So we did a couple episodes and then we added Alex after he came on and then our good friend from R NASCAR, Jeremy Methfield, uh, joined the podcast as well. Now there's four of us. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it's usually you hear about Reddit and you hear people ripping each other apart, but I mean, this actually builds something up. Uh, there's, there's a fair share of that too. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> yeah. We uh, try to stay as, as level-headed as we can here. Yeah. So what, you know, you, you've said you, this is just kind of a, a meeting by chance on Reddit work together. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you describe your show, what your atmosphere, what, what should a listener expect listening to your show? Kevin, you want to take the lead on this one too? Yeah. I'll go for it. I'd say honestly, <laughs> we're not afraid to pull punches. Like we, we shoot the shit uh, pretty much saying everything. We give our honest opinion. We, so our, our, our typical episode usually goes, we'll review the previous weekend's races, not only just NASCAR, but IndyCar or Formula One, or even if it's a bigger event like IMSA or the Chili Bowl, whatever it is. Uh, and then we'll talk about stuff that happened throughout the week, news and whatnot, and then we'll usually end it with predictions of <laughs> what we think this, this next weekend goes like. We, we have a point system this year that we're uh, we're in a pretty close battle for the, the lead right now. So we pick three drivers that we think will have a chance to compete for the win. And then the winner at the end uh, gets nothing but pride, but that's all we're shooting for. I said it was a $25 buy-in. Just, you know, I wanted some cash on this. <laughs> Since I'm the one winning. So I'm the one winning right now. That's why. The, uh, yeah, I have a, actually a, a buddy of mine. We, we used to play a fantasy NASCAR on Yahoo for years. And, and yeah. you know, for years, we just, you know, you, you know, they do the ABC driver and the C driver. Mm-hmm. They're like part-timers. But you always find that one driver in the C that just kind of just seems to – it's like frequently it's, hey, it's Paul Menard. <laughs> yeah. Paul Menard. Oh, God. <laughs> I love well Paul Menard. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we had the same thing. We got – we have, like, dark horse sleeper and favorite. And our dark horse has actually won two weeks in a row recently <laughs> with uh, Austin yeah. Dillon and Cole Custer. So – you know, you never know with who you're picking, and it gets you a slew of points. So it's fun. I really look forward to the picks every week, even if we didn't do it this week. <laughs> All right. This this next one, I'm going to go off topic. Well, it's it's on topic, but off of what we talked mm-hmm. about beforehand. Will Michael McDowell ever win a cup race? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, probably if he gets, like, the luckiest push of all time at Talladega. I'll tell you one person who's not pushing him. That's Bubba Wallace. <laughs> He was not happy the other week. I did see. Yeah, that. neither was I. That was uh, that was not really called for on lap five. But either way, I mean, you know, I don't think McDowell's winning. But you know, it, it can go either way with these drivers because at this point with the season, you have like wild card races, we call them Daytona, Talladega, and now the Daytona Road Course. So you never know. Could, could, I was gonna say happen. he's he's probably gonna be my dark horse pick for the Daytona road courses. So he's, he has a road course racing background and mm-hmm. there is no practice or whatever going into that race. So if, if <laughs> he has a chance to win any race besides a super speedway race, it's, it's definitely that one. So I I'd be surprised. Don't get me wrong, but also mm-hmm. I wouldn't be completely blown out of the water. You're going to pull a Marco Ambrose on him on us. I, oh. I could see it. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. That could totally happen. Sorry, you got two NASCAR nerds. We're gonna go on and on. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm just I'm just pulling all the the obscure NASCAR references. I can't. I appreciate you, but I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, so got. Oh man, I lost my train of thought here. That's all right. We don't edit. 
That's unless what happens every really, time really, on the podcast. Unless it's a really, really bad script. We don't, we don't edit here. So uh, as far as, you know, you, you talk about your picks and everything. So let's, let's spin it off. What's your favorite track on the, on the series? Ooh, I mean, personally for me, I, I like going to actual races, Talladega, there's nothing better. Me and Kevin met up for the first time there last year. That was awesome. It's a race I look forward to every year. Watkins Glen for a while was a race I looked forward to. And I, the Bristol night race is, is incredible. That's probably my favorite. And obviously the Daytona 500. I mean, Kevin, I feel like there's, I, I pretty much hit everything on the head there. Yeah. So the best introduction race you can get any fan to experience is the Bristol night race. But then mm-hmm. if you're going to watch any race, a lot of people say watch the Daytona 500. Well, that is a fantastic race. Daytona and Talladega out of the two, I would watch Talladega in a heartbeat because it's, it's faster, wider. There's, it tends to be better finishes. So I'd say watch either, either Talladega race, and that's the one you got to watch on TV. And Kevin, don't forget, the start-finish line is not in the trial. Yeah, you're right. The football field or two away, yeah, every, yeah. every broadcast. A couple thousand feet, anything can happen. Yeah. That's Carl with, Edwards. With Talladega, you always have the big one. You know, you oh yeah. End up seeing Carl Edwards thrown into the fence. I mean, <laughs> all kinds yeah. of great. I mean, it's it's an amazing yeah. track. It's just a, there's never a shortage of action, especially when you get into the oh, last yeah. twenty laps. Exactly. Oh yeah. And I have a friend who used to go down to Talladega every uh, every year for the race. He'd drive down there and and he'd do the I, what's it called now the Xfinity series. I, I keep wanting yep. to call oh it, yeah. I keep wanting to call yeah. it Bush series. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm showing my age here. Huh. And, you know, <laughs> then I got my prop. I'm like, yeah, the Winston Cup, you know, back when the <laughs> cigarette sponsorships were still okay. Yeah. So, Good would, times. He would drive down there. He'd go to the, the Bush race, and then he'd camp out overnight in the parking lot. And he said, mm-hmm. that, like, you, he would go down there just for the camping overnight between the Saturday and the Sunday race. And he said, it's just – Yep. It's, it's like a festival out there. And, and I mean, have you, have you guys <laughs> done anything like that? We did that I, yeah. Last <laughs> yeah i was in the college section and i do music festivals all the time and it was just about as wild i mean <laughs> the the people out there are something else like i call it the redneck bonnery basically like it is so much fun out there people staying up all night there's concerts there's people doing the craziest things you can imagine and i mean the atmosphere is wonderful i i can't wait to go back again in the hopefully near future um, you know, when everything's a little safer and we can start figuring out, cause it is a far drive for me and Kevin, but totally worth that like 10 hours, 11 hours to make it up there. The best way I can describe Talladega, the experience there is the Friday night before the cup race, they had this party in the infield and they mm-hmm. call it the big one. And I guess just to give a brief summary in about a span of 15 minutes, me and Anthony met the president of NASCAR about 10 of the drivers who were racing on Sunday and then saw strippers. <laughs> <laughs> I that's, mean, just, yeah. that's just how Talladega is, man. That was about an ounce of it, too. We met, like, I, we got to hang out with the eventual race winner, too, and I yeah, talked to him awesome. for, like, 10 minutes. Ryan Blaney's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I've been to two tracks. I've been to Indianapolis. I've been to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And Jealous. <laughs> It wasn't, I mean, Indianapolis, you know, it, it's got its own history as a, whether it's yeah. a, a NASCAR track or not, you know, that's, that's a discussion for another time. But, uh, you know, in, in Phoenix, 
you go into the infield area and it's just so packed. Like there's just, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's a small track. They just, as part of the renovation, built garages for the first time. It's like, I don't know how they yeah. were looking on cars. Like, you know, you have to have it in March and November because if you had it any other time of year, oh, yeah. people would be Drive. dying out there. Just oh, yeah. a heat stroke left and right. And, you know, the first year I moved out here, we bought a VIP pass so we could go out there and walk around and, and we got to walk on the track and everything. And That's cool. And, and we went out there, and, and the next thing I know, I turn around, and, and the NBCU, like, pre-race set is there. And this guy gets out of the way, and they're like, all right, we're going live. And the camera comes on, and my friend and I were standing in the back, like, right in the front. We're like, yeah, we're on TV. Awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome as hell. I, I took my wife, who had never watched a NASCAR race in her life, and, and she, she had – she admitted she had a great time. She's like, I thought it was just a bunch of left turns and then boring and crashes. And she goes, it was so much more than that. I'm like, that's usually what happens when you take. What year did y'all go to Phoenix? This would have been the November of 2016 race, and I want to say Kevin Harvick probably. Was, probably. Was he? Yeah, that was Logano because that it was when uh, Harvick, I think it was Logano actually. Yeah, that was when Bowman uh, led that like entire race, and then yes, that's right, that huge wreck at the end with Bowman. Oh wow! The, the crazy thing about that, actually, the crazy thing about that race is I don't think there was a single wreck in that race. The only yellow flag was on lap one, and I, I, we were coming in onto turn four, coming onto the front stretch before they they rearranged the track, mm-hmm. and. Here comes everybody around. Everybody's going fine. And I've got my phone up. I'm taking a picture of the cars coming by. And all of a sudden, here comes Kyle Larson spinning out around turn four. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't make any contact with anybody. And he turned mm-hmm. around. And I, I think he still finished in the top ten. But I'm just like, you're spinning out on turn four of lap one. This is going to be a long day for you. And you never what know I, with those days. What I'd suggest is, yeah, that you were alluded to it earlier. They – redid pretty much the whole track and from what i've seen it's it looks like the daytona of the west coast like that place is the art now i think that like per square footage i'm pretty sure they put more money into that remodeling than they did at daytona so like phoenix Mm -hmm. is probably the next track on my bucket list besides bristol that i haven't been to just because of what they've done with it and from the people that i've met and heard things about it's such a everything about that place is just up to top the people are so nice and the camping is kind of like Talladega like all around the track they camp yeah it's just you there's just a giant dirt lot that runs what seems like forever and and you you know we came in Sunday morning we didn't do any camping because I I live about 40 minutes from the track Mm -hmm. I'm in there and you just see RVs for miles it seems and and then when you, you there's a like a bridge you walk over there's just kind of a sort of a you know a river or a creek or whatever but in phoenix there's not much water in there but you you go over this little bridge and all of a sudden they've got the rv sale there and and they literally have price tags it's like seventy five thousand. yeah and and then there's others that have sold signs like people come to this nascar race and bought an rv at the race oh yeah it just like it just blew my mind I might do that at talladega one year you never know honestly (laughs) like it's the rvs are awesome I got to hang out in one for the race last year and watch the race from the infield. It is like, it changes your whole experience for the weekend. The kind of beer you can bring in. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So I know that I've successfully derailed. We are way over our time. No, you're like, good. You're good. <laughs> like I said, I don't care. 
Usually Kate's <laughs> the one in charge of the stopwatch and the one in charge of shutting me up. So she's not here. So whatever. You're good. We're loving it. All right. So piece of advice you've learned since you started podcasting that you'd share with somebody. Um, I learned this. Uh, let me go real quick, Kevin. Um, yeah, go. yeah, you get all the answers here, bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned to make sure not to constantly be checking the, um, your streams and everything like to see how many people are on there. Cause it can really discourage a young podcaster. I know when we started, we were barely getting like 30 listeners a week. And then all of a sudden we hit a huge spike and we were uh, like over a hundred streams per episode on like multiple different episodes. And all it took was just one good interview. Um, so just keep at it no matter what, you know, it's a tough process, but you know, don't, be discouraged if you see you only have 10 15 20 streams because like your loyal fans will be loyal like it's crazy when i find out that there are people who've listened to every single episode we put out i'm just like why <laughs> <laughs> i feel the same way I know. <laughs> it's crazy but i love those guys so kevin yeah i'd say kind of alluded uh or what anthony said don't check numbers like do it because you love to do it. Like when I first mm -hmm. started this, I didn't think, honestly, I was like, well, if no one listens, I still get to talk about racing, which is something that I love to do in general. So why not put it out there for, if anyone wants to listen to it, be my guest. Yeah. So I, it's what we do. We do this from the heart. We're not trying to impress anyone. We're just doing it for fun. And it, it's been a blast this year and a half. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I mean, you, you covered two points here that are been frequent as far as our, our previous guests. And one is the, the authenticity, get that ESPN first take garbage out and actually yeah. authentic discussions. And, and the second thing is, yeah, the, with the listeners, and this is something I, I love to talk about is, you know, I, the, the best advice I, I've been given with podcasting is when you first start, nobody's going to listen. You just have to accept mm -hmm. that. And yeah. the best part is when nobody's listening, that's when you find you and and your rhythm and and your pre presentation that when you get to episode 50 or whatever you got it you you know what you're yep. doing you've got the production down people start listening they don't come in and listen to you episode one where you're sound like a am radio or, or whatever but <laughs> I mean, that, that's the way to do it I, i'm glad you guys said that so to to wrap it up here real quick where can we find the show where can we find you on social media um, well, we, our podcast is on everything. We're on um, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, I, we're on iHeartRadio. You can just look us up on Google, literally, Left Turns and Loud Noises. Find us on social media at LTLN uh, Podcast. Is there an underscore there, Kevin? I don't think you, there's an underscore. You correct me all the time on the podcast. I know. I, I think now. it's just LTLN Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's LTLN Podcast. Just type in Left Turns and Loud Noises and you'll find us. We're, we're in a lot of places. Even I find surprising sometimes. We're not on YouTube, though, yet. Not, not until this goes out. There you go. And, uh, you know, this, is, uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you both for, uh, for coming on today. Yeah, Dude, thank you so much. Absolute blast. And, and if you ever <laughs> have a guest shortage, I'm a terrible guest who's always available. <laughs> we'll we, literally we, put uh, anyone yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> we put on an internet troll named Carnation Boy once. We'll put on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it doesn't backfire too badly. But hey. No, <laughs> no we'll, we'll love it, man. Just get on Discord, hop on, let's talk some NASCAR. All right. 
Okay, so everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us a uh, follow at uh, Stadium Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, uh, at Stadium underscore Scene on Instagram. Join the network at StadiumScene.tv, and we will see you next time. Yeah.